What about my sweat equity? That's how you get fired up. I know that's what you do in the morning. You it actually does get me in the mood to argue with you. <laughs> yeah. This is like the PTI for business. Pragmatic business advice with dick jokes. Right. But this is the only graphics we can do. Because he's doing it. And I'm oh. running it again by myself. That's why I got my sunglasses on. Don't hate on me, all right? It's just I can't see the, the giant TV without him. Are those Warby Parker, or do you need some Warby Parker glasses? You can go to warbyparkertrial.com slash sweat. Get five pairs sent to your house. Very smooth. No, they're not. They're from I Buy Direct. Because <laughs> they have my prescription saved, so I'm not going to. You can put your, you can type it in. <laughs> Warby Parker. Switch. Wait a, wait, wait a yes and the sponsor. <laughs> the sponsor understands. No, they All know right. there's competition out there. They're going against it. You buy direct from Lexotica, that uh, that monolithic monopoly that owns 97%. Mono, mono, mono. Just keep that has mono. mono. <laughs> and it has mono. That's the kissing disease. It's, you, know, you remember it, that was a big deal? I feel like that's not a big deal anymore. Well, it's because we're grown-ups. Just, is it still around? Uh, for, probably, yeah, Like for in middle sure. schoolers? Yeah. It's like it's it when they start really making out a lot, and then it just spreads like a virus. But it would like take a it would take a kid out for like a year. <laughs> it was like it was a couple weeks, I think. I feel like one guy I knew was like, oh, "Bro, I had mono all seventh grade. I was I worked from home or yeah. studied from home or whatever." No, I think I think there's a lot of playing it up with mono because there's not a lot of physical uh, you know things wrong with you. I don't. It's just like I'm just tired. Well, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. I thought I had uh, chronic fatigue syndrome for a while. Oh, so you had mono? I've never had it. Oh. I don't think. I, d- well, I didn't, what was to, I didn't make out with anybody. <laughs> until what was the chronic fatigue syndrome? No, undiagnosed? That, that, that's something else, yeah. Oh, that's undiagnosed, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm a hypochondriac, too, so it's kind of Add like, it to the list. So what's really happening? I don't know. Yeah, I know you know. Yeah. Yeah, the less I think about that stuff, the better, the more, the healthier I am. So right. So I just kind of keep moving. Chances are you're fine. Oh, oh no, I'm fine. But if if you told oh, me, I'm fine. If you told me you had a cold last week and now I have one, it's a coincidence. You, de- you definitely gave it to me. Even though I did uh, physically blow snot out of my nose, laughing yeah. so hard at Matt Fernandez. And we've been in the sweat lodge studio, which, you know, circulation's okay, but not the best. <laughs> It's good for uh, keeping sound in and also bacteria. Right, right. So these foam walls yeah. that you installed, by the way, kudos to you for Thank take, you. Take, having the the grit and intestinal fortitude to yeah. make it happen over time. Shoulder strength. It's a pain in the ass, dude. Yes, I'm aware. No, I mean that's the uh, on this old ass building. That's a tip of the cap. Yeah, it's um. It's barely standing. If you're looking at us on YouTube or our Facebook page or Vimeo or LinkedIn, whatever the video is at for this podcast, you can see Eric's uh, Eric's acoustic job on here. And look, we've upgraded this the studio slowly but surely. It's been a they talk about in business kind of one on one stuff. It's a, you run a brand or you run a business. It's about continuous improvement. Yeah, and you have to figure that out. And I literally. Per Nick Snap, a uh, friend of the program that's been on here, he's an uh, ops consultant. 
like a Six Sigma kind of guy. He came on. It was like, theme your days out. And so I used to have Friday. Hawaiian like, shirt day. <laughs> wear jeans. Yeah. Silly hat day. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but I uh, Taco Tuesday. Mm. Mm. That's everybody, though. That's I was just thinking of the Lego movie now. Mm. Uh, there's uh, we're your president business, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> that is that's, Or captain that's, business. Is what no, it's, it's president business. But I called you captain business before. Oh, did you? Yeah. I you blacked said out. You, you said you liked it. I like all I, any sort of authority you give me. Love it, <laughs> Captain Business. Yeah, I think Captain's better. Yeah, sure. I'll uh, take it. I'll take Corporal Business. It's funnier because it, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I could have a double meaning. Corporal yeah. referring to the body. I don't know. Or yeah, I just think of punishment immediately. Right. Because it, I, it's always associated with that. Mm -hmm. But well, I would say, if we're talking joke wise, the contrast between Captain and Business. Because there's no captain business. There's captains it. of industry. Right. But thank that's you. just a moniker. Thank you for explaining the humor of the Lego movie to me. You know. I get it. Comedy's, well, comedy's about contrast and conflict. So if you don't have that, you don't have comedy. I know. I know. I was watching it yesterday, Lego Movie 2. It's a great good. movie. I love those movies. They're legit funny. Like, it's, it don't ha it's not, it's not a, th it, you don't have to curse to be funny. Think about, think about that. Undertaking. Hey, we need you to write something funny <laughs> for the leg Legos. Do, yeah, the kids' movies that are actually funny are the best written comedy there are because well, if they're legit funny, that's harder to do clean. But there's a constraint. I think that's bigger than the Pixar world. The Pixar world uses the mind mapping stuff we were talking about two episodes ago. Mind Meister uh -huh. or Miro has it for free within Miro. Yeah. which used to be called formerly real-time board. Mm -hmm. um, but they use the mind mapping, right? And for what? For writing? For writing. It uh -huh. came from Pixar. That mind map stuff came from, it's a thing from like the, a guy from the 60s that was on Pixar's team for a while. He brought it out. It's basically take the creative and kind of just spaghetti. It's spaghetti on the wall, essentially. Yeah. It can kind of look like spaghetti. Well, that. I mean, Toy Story is like a, a film school movie when it comes to like story structure and stuff. They literally show it. But their only constraint is the technology at the time, right? The story can be ex as expansive as they want it to be. With sure. Legos, you're kind of stuck in these jokes or uh, in a world that is in the Lego world. So they can only use the certain pirate part. Right. Like, as a Lego nerd, <laughs> I mean, I was a fucking Lego nerd. It's. The, the movies are not exactly restrictive in in their universe. I mean... You have to use the certain worlds they already had, and you have to do the throwback ones, the, the, the main worlds that Lego has. Pirate, uh, space. Yeah. Charlie from Always Sunny. Charlie mm -hmm. Day yeah. is the space guy. Yep. That with the broken Yeah, thing, it's all busted. Because that's how kids had it. Right. But, I mean, they, they had their certain, like, segments. I get that. You know? You yeah, know. they've expanded out. They've got all the brands now, but I'm saying like they had to start there for that first movie. I just think it's a it's an interesting kind right. of thing if you break it down. For a writer, it's probably better to have kind of a, a starting point. You know, to, if it's if it's that loose, <laughs> you have these ten. From our default four. earlier uh, adult lazy, that my my from my default lazy person in me. It's not lazy. No, no, just to be able to go. Well, I I'm handcuffed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what do you want me to do? So huh? that. That C-plus student is always inside me thinking, all right, that's my out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, get I mean, it. I think most people will try to find that, too. Um, I would say, uh, how do we get on this topic? I don't know. 
I'm talking, uh, <laughs> we really ran off the rails. Comedy. You wanted to talk uh, some article you read. So, yeah, I, I want to start, I got to start uh, writing more. I got to start bringing in uh, something to p- jump off from. So, I w- we kind of yeah. did this last second. So, um, this recording, Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday, get them eggs, dog. Jesus came out of the cave and ascended like a dove. Yep. I think he shot a rocket launcher through a rock. <laughs> yeah. Jesus style. <laughs> is he like team These America? jokes are not funny around my house. This, so I got to get them out now. <laughs> not, my not dad does now. not I'm like just, I don't know why I'm laughing. Jesus. All right. So I was, I, I, I love me some Harvard business review. I love me some Five Thirty Eight. Mm. Uh, I like, I like things with analytical backup. For those who don't know what 538 is, why don't you tell those idiots what that means? Spell it out. The letter's 538.com. Uh, it is Nate Silver's like statistics website, if you like. Uh, but if you like Freakonomics, it's, a, it's in that fashion. So a lot of graphs, a lot of, like, if you like those USA Today charts, get that soundboard ready. Uh, you know, we're on the front page of your USA Today, the shitty hotel you're staying in, or motel, mm-hmm. Holiday Inn. Uh, you have the USA Today that will always have some little <laughs> infographic. I gave you plenty of time to, to bring it. me in. Uh, you know, 538's like that. Okay. Good. So Moving on. So there was a study, five studies. Get the get the snore ready uh, if you want. But basically get the, the article is called. ready. Make sure these studies are up to snuff. What makes people upgrade products? And uh, the answer is thinking about self-improvement. Right. So if we really break it down, the study breaks down five different independent studies over uh, over 1,200 people um, in the study. And what they would do is kind of single them out and talk about their self-improvement. I'm giving you the, the Cliff's Notes, obviously. I'm not, I'm not yes, going to attempt to read the article. Thank you for not reading the article. Or read the study. Or uh, read out loud at all. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there's a cor- they're saying there's a correlation between what you're doing in your self-improvement and and then in your self-help in your own life and whether or not you upgrade products. So is it a direct correlation? You, what do you think? Somebody who, I think it's not. I want to hear you, I want, but how did you get there? How'd because you get there? in my mind, I'm thinking about the guy who has the old phone who really doesn't give a shit. Most of the time, they have their head on right and they're worried about the things that are important and... Most of the time, that is at least uh, keeping their own life in check, if that makes sense. Yeah. It seems like the people who are really concerned with upgrading with every new phone usually aren't uh, as worldly, uh-huh. you know? Like, they're just all about that, and they might probably use this new phone as uh, not an excuse, but like uh, something to make them feel like they are improving themselves. So... This is gonna. This is the answer I kind of hate. Uh, it, you're right and you're wrong. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's they because they segment they segment crowds out. Yeah. The basic uh, gist of it is it's about egocentric egocentrism centrism. You'll get it. Go ahead. Centrism. We'll wait. E G O C E N T R I S M. How do you say that? Egocentrism. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, for those that think I'm kind of having a stroke half the time on this show, we're, 
doing like three things he at is. once as we're, as we're going. Yeah. I am, but I mean, that doesn't minor stroke, just a little bit. So typically, when people identify with a brand, they perceive their own traits in the brand. Conversely, when people disidentify with the brand, they perceive the opposite of their traits in the brand. Okay, that makes sense. So that's the general people with iPhones. They like they're a little bit above, you so, know. So I was I was saying before we started, I and need we to, both have iPhones. I need to get on my content game. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to try to take an article, write about it. We do the podcast and then kind of do a post 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 about it. Yes. Uh, and the one thing I wrote down was th- exactly that. So I try to have some unique angle of some sort, not from this article, but <laughs> there is something like uh, well, something not, no one really talks about. People with iPhones uh, don't I don't think people have what iPhones have this pompous attitude i think people with the galaxy or samsung phone they put these things onto us <laughs> right it's their fault no i no i look here's what i compared it to here's the joke i wrote about it it's oh. what we talked about get it ready get the prices right horn this i is got it a big <laughs> i know which one to push <laughs> no this is going to be like what we talked about a couple episodes ago the person that goes on facebook to tell everybody i'm 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 leaving facebook Right. Uh, this will be my last post. Uh, I feel like we talked about this already. Did we talk about this? That's what I just said, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked Good. About I was paying two attention. Or, Good. Two or three episodes ago. <laughs> I'm leaving Facebook, and then without any irony uh, on Facebook. Right. Uh, the way to communicate with mm-hmm. people you know. And then um, I was saying, no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. No one gave a shit. Like, you don't have to do that. You, yeah, ooh, the hand went away from the keyboard. Well, because you're not telling a joke. It's right? not really a joke anymore. More yeah. of like, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it like it, that. It didn't even reach that level for me. Well, no, it's like no one gave a shit about you leaving. Look, it's a cocktail party. We're having a party at the friend's house, a house party. Mm-hmm. Friend's house party. And the one bitching over in the corner. Well, going, and they leave. Hey, I'm leaving. Who cares? Hey. And it's like, oh, were you invited anyway? Yeah. What did you get here? Oh, I didn't know. You weren't supposed to be here. I guess everybody was just kind of invited. Right? No one gives a fuck that you're Irish exiting, okay? Yeah. No one, you should, like, no one gives a fuck that you were there in the first place. Yeah. Because you, you probably added no value to begin with. What's your percentage on Irish exits from parties and whatnot? Oh, I'm in the where, the, where the goodbyes require, like, five goodbyes. I'm, I'm in the high 90s. Yeah, I'm me too. 90%. But... That's, and or are we talking solo? Are we talking with uh, a significant other? Oh, solo, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. With the yeah, with a significant actually, other. Actually, not, probably ninety-seven. I had one guy that would call it out because he used to, like get butt hurt about it. <laughs> My buddy care. Marcos would be like, "What are you gonna do? You gonna just leave without saying goodbye?" I'd be like, "Yep, lurching, like, yeah. gone." Right, but that doesn't count because I got caught. Yeah. But so he, I would tie my Irish exit to when he wasn't in the same room <laughs> so I could leave. Yeah, that's good. You ain't going to take that's me down. You, yeah, that's how you got to do ninja. it. I'm the dark guy, Irish. bitch. <laughs> Razal Ghul's fucking student. I'm in this shit. Uh, like, I thought you were leaving. No, the, the Batman w- references. Law. I thought you were leaving Irish style. <laughs> the, the worst part, I'm Irish Batman. <laughs> I, I drink too much to fly. Liam so, Neeson is Irish. That's true. And he's racist. So, uh, and I'm racist. No, I, you know, that, that, again, that's another perception thing. People wanted to hear that soundbite of Liam Neeson. And if you listen to the whole thing, he goes, this was a bad attitude I used to have. Right. I don't, I've had that attitude for 30 years. Yeah. 
once my eyes were open to the world and I wasn't in this shitball town anymore yeah. that I was in. It's so weird. Yeah, I, and they just chop all that shit off. Chop it off like a like a you know. Uh, uh, you're gonna say something about a uh, some sort of circumcision or something. Uh, ooh, that's ba- that was a better route. I was gonna go trans. <laughs> the surgery. Wow, right off the whole thing. Yeah, I just want to chop it off. Tip, just a tip. Well, you love you do love a bris. I do. <laughs> Great time. Your favorite thing to do. Love I some would say after podcasting. Eric loves his bris. Bust it out. <laughs> you guys need a moil. <laughs> you guys need a moil? So my thing is about, like, uh, a lot of people like to tell me I'm leaving Facebook or I'm but unprovoked. We're not even talking about it, really. Yeah. That the Galaxy phone is so much better than the iPhone. It's like, okay, cool. What? Yeah. But there's that. Then there's the other one, which is more passive-aggressive, uh, where they go, uh, the they'll be like, that iPhone sucks compared to this phone. And you're like, okay. Oh, you're coming at me now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, why? We're in a fight. <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about this? And I'm like, they'll tell you about the pixels on the phone. And look, okay. John Paul's got it. And the it, camera look, is fucking badass. No doubt. I'm not, look, I'm not it's arguing. 900 frames per second slow-mo, bro. I'm, look, I'm not arguing. What he does on his phone with that is Your awesome. phone sucks, dude. I don't care. <laughs> there's Compared a switch. John Paul. There's a switching cost. That, yeah. There's, that's another aspect people don't think about. It's not. You got to buy like, new chargers. It's not or like going to fast food. one of the thousand you already have. You decide to go to one fast food over the other. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I've got a contract with whatever. It's the illusion of choice, by the way. Anyway, you fucking dumbos. Like, you have two right. main phone makers in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Apple's not getting your data, by the way, if you want to get into a data conversation, they do more about privacy than, than fucking anybody else. But they don't get the credit for it because journalists don't know how to fucking report it. Yeah. The other part is uh, your Galaxy is so fucking cheap or your, what, your Samsung phone, it's so cheap because it's slowly storing data. They're yeah. getting you on the back end and you don't even fucking know And it. you're getting ads and, with some stuff. Yeah, you don't even know it. You're getting that. It's like when you got an old Windows computer and you're like, fuck yeah, this thing was uh, half as much as a Mac and you got it and there's pop-ups on your fucking desktop right. even when the internet's not on. Yeah. And you're like... What the fuck is this? Yes. So they get you in the back end. Yeah. Right in the back end. Right maybe. in there. So it's an illusion of choice. Androids. Right? You don't even have that choice. You think you do. I don't think that. But how can you be have such a superiority complex, right. uh, complex where you go, hey, man, this Galaxy kicks the shit out of that iPhone. It's like, who gives a fuck? They're just phones. Did you have a re- recent uh, confrontation with an Android? This is one an of amalgam. Droids? This is amalgam of like the last five years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're just at the boiling point. Yeah, I figure I just <laughs> I'll pull them all together into one villain. But uh, no, you know I have see his I've, face now. You know I have robotic. No, I, I like to have good candor, and I will call people out by name that aren't here. <laughs> you know, mature thing to do. Um, but are you tele roasting anyone today? No. You want to say something about John J. Murray? Sorry, buddy. Yeah, B.O. I have, I have B.O. right now. Uh, yeah, me too. We all stink. Um, I really do. I, <laughs> I you texted I really me like, you're, oh, I'm on the way. I was like, oh, shit. All right. Uh, I'm getting my, my jazzercise on. So I didn't notice. Um, so I, I put a different shirt on. I, uh, the one thing that was interesting about this article, too, was that, oh, by the way, you don't have an it's an illusion of choice of carriers too. You only get to pick from four or five. Yeah, it's like airlines, yeah. internet providers. If you're telling me fucking 
uh, Comcast is better than AT&T's internet. I don't give a fuck. Right. And don't they, like, a lot of them share towers? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they're like, all fucking colluding. Like, a, yeah, I mean, so, so obvious. All you have to do is climb over the fence of a tower, climb to the top, and you can see all the different switches. So my theory is the less competition in the thing they're telling you about, right? That person that's telling you, oh, no, this is way better. You got to get this. I, the thing that's interesting about that, I think that's part of that's part of it's not in the study, but I think that should be added to it, right? So the insecurity factor of telling you, I've got an advantage on you, mm-hmm. even though you know the competition's so bad, right? And if competition's good, the end user has a better uh, experience or better product. Sure. Oh, it's definitely insecurity, right? I so, mean, it's like obviously you're you have much bigger problems than your phone being better than mine. And look, I joking, I jokingly say like Tim, if, as long as Tim Cook, Auburn grad, is the CEO, I will always be Apple. But the real truth is, I like the design. It's I, better. It's better. It probably gives me a subconscious feeling that it's classier. I don't know. Maybe. I, it's just. Use a Windows computer. But switching cost. Right. Switching cost, right? Like, I, if I go over to Windows, not everything syncs up. I'm already... I'm already. Does anything sync up? I'm already... My period, but I'm, I'm only... I'm, I'm brand loyal, and now they got me. Yeah. I'm not an advocate. I'm not like, hey, you got to get this new MacBook. But you're not switching right back either, because it's like, now you got all the right cords for this one. Well, I'm like, maybe we get a Chromebook for in here, or may- maybe we get one of those Surface Pros for uh, for s- some of the production studio stuff. But other than that, it's it's all about utility. Yeah, right? and we'll still hate those things. Right. Like I can use, fucking piece of shit. I used to carry both a MacBook and a Windows. Like a fucking, <laughs> talk about nerd alert. My back fucking has What kind of poser do you want me to be? <laughs> do you want me to pretend to like Windows? Well, no, some, well, 10 years ago, a lot of shit didn't work on, I mean, all the Windows stuff was like, we're Windows only. Yeah, and I get it. it. Ten years ago, yeah. That was probably heavy. Well, I mean, Mac's not as big in the uh, laptop market as you think, or the just the computer part. Uh, no, no. Because they boomed in the 90s, and now everybody's so Windows. Everybody goes the other way like that. In well, the 90s, I mean, everybody has a Windows desktop, Dell or something. Yeah. There's still a lot of people Gotta with get a Dell. 800 pixel wide Dells. And yeah gateways and shit they're yeah. like no nah, it's still good man bottom it's like three inches thick <laughs> is that like an extra long battery like, hey can you fix my tower it's got double dvds like, tower? spots what the fuck <laughs> what the hell uh, like, oh all these they, they busted it into a bunch of different pieces yeah so my thing was like it, it, when people come at you like that it used to i used to bite on that bait a little bit like, i used to go uh i used to be like oh yeah your phone's that much better I mean, like, because you like, I'll, I'll try to think of something in the moment to just go back at them. Right. The good thing about doing stand up is you always kind of have a pocket ready mm, to go. Of course. But I can't think of anything now. <laughs> it'd be it's I don't too much to, pressure. No, well, now definitely, but. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, now you just bottle it up. All right, so and what, you talk about it on a podcast five years later. Well, that's why do you think we have take this? that? Why do you think we have this podcast? Androids. Um, so the one thing that I thought was interesting is if. The way it's advertised to you, the way it's marketed to you, to upgrade your phone. This, that's what they use in the study. Mm-hmm. And if they use, if you're already working on yourself, like I think both of us do, uh, in, respectively, uh-huh. I think it'll, uh, they say the way it's positioned 
be like, it's time to upgrade. Like it's a, a an obvious you read it eventuality. So this is advertising creative breakdown. You read it in second person, right? You, but then the narcissism of yourself goes, I need to upgrade myself. Idiots falling for this marketing. But actually, now that I think about it, I probably could use a new phone. On the other side. That happens goes, probably to everybody. It goes the other way because they talk about advertising with um, – don't be stuck in the past with your awkward teenage years. Right, yeah. Don't be a fucking loser, old man, white guy. Yeah. Those those old men, old white men, fucking suck. Don't be them. <laughs> yeah. Be just this. Insult them to their face. And you're like, but it, the, they said that has the other effect for the people that, uh, they're targeting people that are like almost uh, self-deprecating and like, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be effective to them. So self-deprecating? Right. I, mean, I feel self- like that's insecure. Like that would work insecure. for insecure. They people. know they need to work on themselves, but they don't. Yeah, and then they—that's one and, way they can. And they'll buy and they'll upgrade. Yeah, because that—that's like a cheat code. It's not really upgrading your life, but it is upgrading. Yeah, the way they have it structured, that is that interesting. Like you can—if you just keep up with it, if you just keep getting the new one, you know, it's like a car payment. They want you to get into that. Like this is my monthly tithing yeah to lord at&t well so the nerd part of me the technical part of me asperger's part of me looks at the study it's like it's going from iphone 5 to iphone 6 when they're talking about this yeah and a lot of it it's like oh yeah the study's gonna be delayed and then they didn't even have the thing where you get charged whatever you get everybody butt fucks you with a forty dollar charge yeah. because you upgrade, they go. Mm-hmm. What do you spread it across the months? You won't even have to decide. Yeah, it's like a dollar a month. What's the big deal? Don't worry, because you have to buy the phones from one of us. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, they just matter. spread it out. T-Mobile, we're no different. Different kind of lubes. So That's all it is. So yeah, it's one of those things that I found that widely interesting, and then I thought about, all right, what's the takeaway from this, uh, and what's the takeaway from this article that is yes ending it. And I, I was thinking about where are we on time, by the way? Twenty-five. Right. Twenty-six. Don't matter. Good, my fucking my eyesight is killer. Right. Eagle eye. Eagle eye. Pew. Twenty fifteen in one eye, twenty twenty in the other. Mm. So, um, too fat to be a pilot. Is that right what they said? No. You got to be like five five or something. Yeah, you have to be. You like to be uh, Martin Short. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he seems Tom very slight. I was gonna go with <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> He's right there. It'd be like uh, ain't no Val Kilmer though. Anthony, what was his goose? Hawk? <laughs> no goose. Yeah, Anthony no. Hawkins. Hawkins. That's it. We're never looking e- it up either. He was on Hope ER. it drives you crazy. Yeah, he was on ER. I hate listening when people are like on podcasts. <laughs> What's his name? Goose. That guy. Anthony Goose. And then we take five minutes to try to figure it out. Nah. We we just welcome to digital dimension. We speculate and move on. All right. So, I I took this and I go what What's the takeaway? To write about. And it's kind of the sense of urgency. Create your own sense of urgency in your life. Um, you're, you're really good at that. You Definitely. I, I think it, it's, a t- it's a adjacent to discipline stuff. But I think you can easily negotiate out of doing these. I'm going to do these kind of habits from now on. Right. Right? And so if you make a sense of urgency, like you're dying. Yes. Which technically we all are. We all are. Um, if you do that, like I was telling you, sometimes I'll work out. If I need to get in the mindset, I'll say they're taking their ki- your kids away from you. And <laughs> I know that's psycho. That is that is a very intense uh, way to think about it. It made me, f- well, I thought it was weird, and then I heard Rogan talk about 
he acts like Joe Rogan talks about when he runs, he acts like his family's getting chased by uh, like a bear or something like sure. that. And I was like, okay, that makes me feel that. better. No, that's I get it. But it's like, what's the worst thing that you can think of that's plausible? Yeah. If you don't do this the best you can. What do? is gonna get the reaction you need Creative. from your, yourself? Right. And working out, physical stuff, it's all about negative reinforcement. Everything else is positive reinforcement for me. Yeah. And so uh, my thing is like, I, I look at it like, all right, how do you create a sense of urgency for yourself yeah. without overdoing it? Yeah. It's just so weird that we have this like conversation with ourselves. Well, like, is who uh, who's listening to this talking to myself about how, what a pussy I am? Well. Oh, you mean... I'm just saying inside your I own head. You're saying the listener. No, no. Who, who? What listeners are listening to us talk about? All right, I got. No, no. I'm saying when you're negotiating with yourself, it's like you're telling yourself these things. Like, okay, well that that's it's weird. Candy over eating vegetables, right? Yeah. You're like, man, I want that fucking candy bar. Yeah. So bad. I know. I'm just saying it's trippy. Who like who's the other person listening? Who you talking shit to yourself? What do you? What? I'm not following. I'm just saying that it's like there's two people in your head. Oh, yeah, head. the devil and the angel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. No, there, there's definitely a, a mental mental gymnastics or wrestling we all kind of do mm-hmm. to make decisions. Typically, that candy bar scenario with vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to go make... Uh, you're going to go make some fucking asparagus upstairs or something at your place. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is actually what the one I'd had. So I was like... My first instinct is like, no, I shouldn't eat that, that shit. Mm-hmm. And then you think about it, and I think for me, the more I think about that kind of decision, always go with the first one. Because <laughs> yep. my first one's like, go eat the, what you bought. Yeah. Don't go to the vending machine. 99% of the time, first one. That's that the right one. Delayed gratification's better. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll, you eat a candy bar over vegetables for a week, and then you're mad at yourself for being... 10 pounds heavier or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mixed with whatever you're doing in an unhealthy mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Um, you're already doing an unhealthy lifestyle. You need to balance it out. Maybe the thing is to create that that person in your head. Make it, give it its own personality. Give oh, it a yeah. name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, Ronald. I tell startup uh, startups in here when we're doing the discovery session with them, I need you to create a villain. Yeah. And it's your competition, but I need you to make it into one singular thing. Yeah, target. Right? You don't hate them. You don't want them to die. You want to beat them. Right. Right? It's like an NFL team versus another NFL team. They don't really hate each other. But yeah. You get in the game, you hate the fuck out of them. Yeah, they have a real opponent. Pick up basketball. I, I'll get into it sometimes. I have to remember, like, a minute after, or any sport, any sports thing. But pick right. up basketball is, like, kind of the most relatable. Just so you know. Yeah. I'd say, like, there's some games that you're you're – Going back and forth, trying to win, mm-hmm. like keep the court, and you're like, you know, you shoot a three you weren't supposed to, and fucking brick. And yeah. You're like, Fuck shit. Yeah. You're just Stupid. the guy. Yeah, and no one cares. Pull me. I don't care. Forty five seconds me. later. Yeah. But uh, while we're in it, I want to win it. Yeah. That's just, what's weird. Business is like there's not there's competition, but not directly. You know, like you don't go into work, see your your nemesis. You know, go to work all day, and then you look at the scoreboard at the end of the day. Did I win? It's not, you know, yeah, it kind of goes out into the ether. Don't look across the sales floor at another salesperson and go, I got to get better than him. You got to get the best you get. Because that can also be a glass ceiling, too. Because mm-hmm. you might beat that person, 
you might, but you also might have a resentment towards that person too in a weird way that you don't know. But you need to also, you might beat that person and go, now I'm content. Yeah, I'm thinking more of a, as a business owner, there's not the direct conflict because a salesman, absolutely, they, oh, they fucking love looking at their numbers. And if you're a startup, number I tell everybody, I'd like to do this question like a professor in college, like uh, when I'm talking to people in their intro meeting, I'll go, who's your number one competitor? Yeah. And they'll go, well, that guy, that, I don't know, that guy down the street. Yeah. And I'll go, no, your number one competitor is the customer or client or patient, whatever it is, that doesn't use your product or service. Mm. Good, I like that. In their dome. I like that. Now I sound like Jedi. Mind Paradigm shift. shift. So, look, we see a sense of urgency everywhere. It does work. You have to create it and then not break it, right? Mm-hmm. So create a sense of urgency. Like, I was like, all right, I need to pound some water. I need to wake up. I slept in late. Got it. All right. Before I can go do anything else, you got to pound a bunch of water. you got to go sit on the bike. you got to write. Yeah. Uh, you see it on Amazon, artificial scarcity with out-of-stock. You see it, that out-of-stock shit, that'll work on you. You see it when you're buying a plane ticket, artificial scarcity again. Uh, these things do work, so why can't you work on yourself and do it that way? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, don't you don't say nothing else, buddy. We're gonna end it on that. That's a good. That's a good way to do it. I saw you like sweat equity. I didn't want you to ruin it. Sweat equity. SweatEquityPod.com. Don't you talk. More of this on a blog post on SweatEquityPod.com. Tokabaza. T O C O B A.